Happy New Year, everybody. Thank y'all so much for joining the Monetize Everything podcast with George Pitts. This is January 1st, 2019. So not only is this the first broadcast of the Monetize Everything podcast, but it is also the first podcast of the year. And I'm so excited to have our first guest on. These two are an entrepreneur couple powerhouse. They are a power couple. We're having Dr. Yui Abraham and Dr. Faith Abraham come on as they talk to us about how to become a power couple in business. You guys do not want to miss this discussion. It is going to be amazing and awesome. So stay tuned. This is the Monetize Everything Podcast, a place where people just like you can learn how to build wealth, improve personal finances, and start an online business all online. Now, here's your host, serial entrepreneur, author, and speaker, George Pitts. Well, guys, thank you all so much for agreeing to be on my podcast. This is something that uh, I've been looking at wanting to start for a while and just uh, really, really excited uh, to have you guys on as, as well as many others. You know, the topic of today's podcast was basically based around you two is how to become a power couple in business. Because mm-hmm. I know you guys have been, you know, a couple for a long time, but also in business for a long time. Yes. Um, which I think is just awesome. So I just, you know, wanted to kind of ask you guys a few questions. How, how did you two decide, you know, being very successful as you guys have been on just the education side and how you could have gone career-wise, how did you guys decide as, as a couple to both go into business? I don't know if it was a decision or if it was kind of necessity, like necessity but also in our blood. Yeah. Both of my parents are entrepreneurs. My mom is, she's an attorney, but she's been an attorney for the past two decades and she's been working for herself. My dad is a serial entrepreneur, but established a business that's been going strong for the past 15, 20 years. Like we were his first employees that didn't get paid, you know, that kind of thing. (laughs) (laughs) So for me, entrepreneurship is, is been in my blood. And then with my husband, how would you say? Yeah. Once again, thank you for having us on. Absolutely. And uh, like, I'm sure, you know, we're also pastors. So uh, we had a new year's Eve service last night. Yeah. So I think I was too excited. So I was screaming a lot. So I lost some of my voice. But <laughs> hope you can hear me uh, clear enough, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you, I couldn't even tell until you said something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Thank you, too, because you're going to be one of our speakers at uh, Gapreno University. University. Yes. Uh, my, wife, my wife spoke very, very highly of you and stuff. And it's just so refreshing to uh, hear about another you know, black brother doing doing well and trying to, you know, come up and, and, educate and bring others. people up exactly. too, you know? So we appreciate you for doing that for the culture, you know? I said something a long time ago, you know, um, I used to see people, you know, doing their thing, whether it was online or offline. And I used to kind of reach out like, hey, you know, I'd really love to learn that. Or can you give me some tips? Can you give me some advice? I'm willing to pay for it. And many yeah. people at the time didn't want to do that. They were just like, Nah, you know, just, you know, they were just really kind of hesitant. So I remember telling myself, I said, when I ever get on, on. I'm going to make it to where everybody else can too. And, and that's okay. what I've done. 
And uh, it's truly been a blessing because I've gotten to travel and speak in front of people. And then, of course, with Periscope, you speak in front of thousands of people and then being getting invited to speak in front of other other great people such as yourselves and your audience. And it's just it's just awesome, man. I just like I said, there's 300 million plus people just in this country. Mm -hmm. You know, I can't do what I do for all of them. I, I can't support that kind of level of people. So there's you know, people ask me all the time, why do you give so much information or why do you offer so many classes to give all this great content? Like, are you afraid that you're going to lose like uh, in your business? I said, no, you know, there's, there's way too many people out there and we can't yeah. be thinking like that. And another thing, when God blesses your business, it don't matter who else knows how to do it. It's if blessed it and it's ordained by him, you're going to be fine. He's always going to provide. So that's been my mantra and it's been working for, for this long and it just keeps getting better and better. So something's right. <laughs> wow. That is awesome. Yeah. So for me, getting into entrepreneurship was, um, was just out of necessity, you mm -hmm. know, because I was a pastor in Dallas, Texas and trying to work a job, but never really getting a good job or able to stay at a job or getting a job that will give me Sundays off and weekdays and stuff, you know. Right, yeah. So after a while, it just, you know, it just happened for me. I just wanted to create a better life for myself and for my family. And I just wasn't having the job that could afford me the opportunity. So that's how I started, you know, first by building websites for people. And then from there, we went into uh, photography, videography, mm -hmm. graphics, from there, consulting, design, to where we are now with it stuff we're doing. So we started, what we're doing now is not what we started from, you know? Right. Yeah. We started small, we started doing different things here and there until we kind of begin to learn more business and more entrepreneurship and, you know, doing some really cool stuff now. Absolutely. And then, so us together, as far as like being a power couple, I think ultimately it was just being on one accord. Yeah. Like, this is what we're going to do. So while he was going to meetings, networking, learning this, learning that, and just putting in that time, putting in that work, when it comes to business, you know, I was taking care of the house side. I was um, working this stable job, even though I didn't like it. I was <laughs> with the kids. I was knowing that ultimately him doing what he's doing is working to the greater good and, and me doing what I'm doing is working towards the greater good. And then the two of us bringing what we're bringing to the table together is going to take us where it is that we're trying to go together. Cause if he wins, I win. If I win, he wins. Yeah. Wow. So it was that mentality to just put in that work, whatever it looked like in whatever season we were in and make it work. Yeah. That what you just said was so powerful. If you win, he wins, and if he wins, you win. And, and this is why I wanted to have this conversation. Many people that are in relationships, it's like if one is doing better than the other, especially if it's the reverse where the woman is doing better than the man, there becomes that animosity then, like a man feels yeah. you know, that, like they're competing. And, and so what you just said was very powerful. You know, I know you guys have had a lot of ups and downs because it's not all smiles and Hallmark cards when it comes to <laughs> starting a business or running a business. It's just not. But how did you guys keep that level of security between you two and, and, and as far as the relationship goes when maybe, you know, you know, Dr. Faith was thriving in, in an area and maybe you 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 weren't at as much at that time? Have you guys ever had that? 
Definitely. Yeah, because <laughs> when we started at first, you know, and I was just, you know, beginning to pursue entrepreneurship, she had to work, you know, mm-hmm. because, you know, when you're starting out in entrepreneurship, sometimes the money is not regular. The money is not predictable, you know? Right. And so, you know, I was doing contract work here and there, photography, video, graphic design, everything else I could do tech-wise. But she, she kept the fort. She she worked a job, you know, to at least bring that regular stable income in until, you know, we're both able to like, you know, go into full-time entrepreneurship, you know. Mm-hmm. I think for us, what really happened was just a basic understanding of the Bible. You know, Jesus said a man should love his wife like Christ loves the church that was able to lay his life for her and a woman to honor her husband, you know. So it was just understanding of the Bible, you know, two shall become one. Mm -hmm. So we're not two, we're one. And we've seen that when we do things together, we get greater results than Man. trying to do things individually. That's it, so right there. we've also listened to our lives, listened to, you know, see where the favor is with us, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's really uh, what it is, you know, like, okay, we are one. We are doing this together. We're going to win together. We're going to enjoy together. And that's really where it started from. And to the glory of God, you know, I just don't understand when couples fight over money or fight over always going to be the biggest star. I mean, we deal with this all day with helping other couples, you know, whereby one person is jealous or insecure about the other person's success. We've never had to deal with that. You know, my wife wrote her, she wrote her first book before I did mine. Mm -hmm. And I helped her to to do everything to to get the book out, Mm -hmm. you know, as if it was my book, you know, because our book is my book. Our success is our success. Mm -hmm. When she make money from her business or her book or whatever, it comes to the family. It doesn't stay in her post like that, you know? So I think we just saw that, you know, really the biblical way for couples in in entrepreneurship is to trust each other and to do life together. And when we got it, we've never had an issue about... You know, like some couples, they hide money from each other or they pretend they don't have money. No, we're generous to each other. It doesn't matter who, who brings the cake or brings the bread, you know? Mm-hmm. It, it belongs to the family. We gotta eat. We're going to eat. We're going to eat. We've all got to eat. And I think practically speaking, like, because a lot of times when we say, you know, principles of the Bible, we now have to figure out how to apply it, right? So practically speaking, that now required us to have candid conversation. Yeah. You know, like... Okay, you're doing what you're doing. I'm doing what I'm doing. We're both working hard. So you don't say, oh, I'm working harder than you. That kind of stuff isn't going to fly. When money comes in, we have priorities. You know, we got to take care of house first. Luxury items come after the fact. If we were making a purchase of 200 bucks or more, that's a conversation. Yes. You know, it's not this sneaking around, putting bags in the in the closet and think, no, 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 no. Yeah. You're going to see everything that I done bought today, buddy. Okay. Because we talked about it. <laughs> wow. Wow. You know, so it's a, a lot of ego, definitely checking, you know, check those egos at the door and just having those candid conversations. This is what money means to me. This is my value system with money and knowing how we play. Like I'm more of the spender. Mm-hmm. And the upgrader in our relationship, he <laughs> is, yes, I said it, upgrade. Wow. Okay. <laughs> and he is the saver. 
the yeah. stretcher. Okay, this is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to have the down payment. This is how we're going to have the cash. You know, he can work some money. Me, if I'm stretching, I know how to make a stretch, you know, some shopping for two weeks. Everybody looking fly, but we looking fly on a budget. You know, that's my skill. And he had his skill. And man, we, we just made it work because, you know, it all comes back to we're both going to succeed if the other one succeeds. Yeah. Right. And that mindset just has taken us, hindsight being 2020, it's really taken us far. Yeah. Man. Yes. Man, so tell me real quick, what would you say to someone that is uh, a couple and they're looking to start a business? What advice would you give them as a couple to keep themselves grounded, but also move in the same movement to success? Awesome. Very good question. Yeah. A couple of things, you know, I think the very first thing is they got to love each other. Okay. They got to really love each other because success can break relationship faster than any devil can. (laughs) (laughs) Most relationships are broken up when they became successful. When they were poor, they stuck with each other. Mm -hmm. But when money began to come in, it can break a relationship. Okay, so they got to really love each other. They got to love God. Then also, too, they got to know each other's strengths and weaknesses. Yeah. That is key, you know, and we, we use that to advantage so much in our businesses. I know my strength, you know. I'm a big goal person. I'm very ambitious, very driven. But my weaknesses is that because I'm so, you know, fo- laser focused on big stuff, I miss the, the details. I miss the fine line. Mm-hmm. So that's not my strength. Okay, my wife's strength is the fine line, you know. She might not have that big hefty goals like I'm a dream, but she has the fine line so she can see what I'm not seeing. So when there's an idea or a business opportunity, I got to always run it by her because I know she's always going to see stuff I'm not seeing. Uh, many times the stuff that she told me is not good for us to do. She was right, you know. Come on, say it again, just in case they ain't hear you, though. (laughs) You know, she she was right. So any man that is into entrepreneurship, you got to really trust your wife, you know. So that's why a Christian man doing business should never marry a woman that's not spiritual, you know. Because if Mm. you're a Christian man doing business, you know, you fight a different type of devils and demons and Mm. uh, situations than a regular person or temptations a regular, regular person might not have to fight. You need to have a wife that is really spiritual, that is not emotional bound, but that 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 spiritual that can you know that is discerning as to some level, mm-hmm. you know. So I've learned that over time. So you know we know each other's strengths and weaknesses. So I always run things by her. You know, it's really big stuff, and she's able to really kind of you know check with me and make sure that everything is good. So we just kind of flow with that. Is there anything mm-hmm. you want to add? Yeah, our differences have made all the difference. <laughs> That's because good. a lot of times couples, they're different. Oh, I can't stand you do this. And I can't, stand, why can't you just be like me? No, that's not the intention mm-hmm. to be just like you. The intention is for you to be the left foot or you to be the right foot. And then they're going to be the opposite. Because when you have two right feet, you're going to be a mess on the dance floor of life. But if you have a left foot and you have a right foot, you get on that dance floor, honey, you better off busting a move than somebody that has two of the same foot. So Those differences make all the difference and appreciating each other for it. Now using it as a way to be stronger together than by yourself. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. Because 
and I'll be honest, I've had my own personal goals, my own way that I perceived my life and thought that my life was going to go like I was all about climbing the corporate ladder, being that big shot, six figures, can't tell me nothing. You know, I call the shots. I can look at you and you fired. You know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) 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 that's how I saw myself. But it was like, yeah, that's great, but no. And what's happened is I've had to relinquish my individuality into duality with my husband. That's key right there. And both ways too. Yeah, okay. You know, any marriage whereby their individual goals and dreams, it's not going to last. You know, if they're going to win together in business, Mm -hmm. they got to be willing to lay down their individual goals and dreams for the the goals, the joint goals and dreams of the the marriage unit, of the couple, if you are both doing it together, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That's a big one. Yeah. And then also too, growing together. You know, we have three kids. I take care of the house and I have, you know, some businesses that he's not really involved in. And of course, ministry. Right. So I'm juggling a lot. So my free time is different from his free time, (laughs) you know, but we I still have made it a point to keep up with him and learn and you know understand different different tools tools understanding cameras understanding different businesses and their successes how it relates to us learning just vicariously through the lives and biographies of other people so keeping up with that and making sure that i'm on point and i'm not just sitting here oh yeah well i'm taking care of the kids no I know things too. I'm into the stocks. I'm into this, you know, and he's looking at me like, when do you have time to even learn about (laughs) any of this? Don't worry about that. I got got this. You know, know? but growing together and not leaving each other behind because I don't understand. I'm a counselor. So it's very heartbreaking to me when I hear a couple say, well, we outgrew each other. How? Yeah. Yeah. supposed to be growing together. How? Like if I know something and my husband doesn't know it, why wouldn't I bring it to him? Right. And vice and versa. Why would he be humble enough to, to, receive, to it. receive it? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And then he's like, okay, babe, learn this or check out this video or, you know, that's what we do so that we're both coming from the same mindset, which, okay. So all of that to go to, which now allows us to make decisions that are similar to each other, even though we're very different. This is yeah. like gold right now. So now my my coaching alarm and strategy alarm is going off. Okay. Have you guys done or do some type of coaching program for couples looking to go into entrepreneurship? Yep. Thank you. Yeah, I'm so glad because yeah, we've done some. <laughs> yeah. What you guys just said is so important. Listen, I, I'm an entrepreneur. My wife is not, but she supports me, and the support is so important. The support is so important. And so she supports me to do what it is that I do. You know, my wife loves the healthcare side of things. She wants to go down that path and I'm cool with that. Right. And she's cool with what I like to do. But, you know, at some point, those two things, I believe, I believe is going to come together and we're going to be able to turn that because with my mindset and and the passion that she has, we're going to eventually turn that into a business that both of us love. It's just going to, I tell yeah. all the time it's going to happen. But what you guys just said, I think it's very important because there are a lot of couples out there who want to go into business together, but there's some things that they need to learn before they do that. And I think that what you guys just said amongst probably several other things that you could have added 
is something that those type of people need to hear. So I'm really glad that you guys are doing that. I'm going to be honest with you. The next time one comes open, I'm taking my wife by the hand and we're going to be a part of it. We're going to come in and be a part of it because I think that that's very important to have those type of things. Now, what you said that stuck out to me was that you guys both have businesses that some of you both are involved in and some of you guys, uh, like one business, the other may not be involved in. How do you guys balance that? That's a good question. Yeah, we do, we do most of our businesses together. Yeah, we have about maybe 12, 12 businesses. Mm-hmm. We, are, we have about, about 12, 12 ventures right now. Wow. Uh, yeah, we're about 12 ventures right now. And maybe just about one or two I'm not directly involved in, right. which is the counseling is the business. Yeah, you but, you, but you're still very aware. Yes, I'm aware. There may be sometimes we might counsel a couple, couple together. together. Yeah. You know, every now before. and then there'll be couples that, you know, want us both to counsel them or coach them. And that's when I get involved. But I don't, I'm not in the day-to-day, day-to-day yeah. of that, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most of our other ventures, you know, we pretty much do it together. But some of them in the forefront, For, yeah. you know, because my wife's um, primary role now is to, you know, be the, you know, for our, is, is to be there for our children. And so sometimes, you know, she has to like take them to this meeting or that meeting yeah. so that that frees up my time to, uh, you know, take off more business as well. Mm-hmm. So I think the breakthrough for us is just realizing that we're on the same team. Yeah. And so we have to help each other out. You know, there have been times I have to cancel some meetings that could hey. be potentially wonderful because she have to be at the office to counsel, to take off a counseling client. Mm-hmm. So I have to drive, you know, from wherever I am, cancel whatever meetings because, okay, now it's my turn to make that sacrifice so she can do you know, some other stuff that she enjoys, mm-hmm. you know. So we just try to outcand each other, outlove each other, outserve each other, even in business as well. That's kind of how we've navigated that, right? Yeah, I believe so. I think that's just awesome. I think that's awesome, man. Um, whenever you two, tell us about the first business that you two started together. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I was in the uh, photo studio. Yeah. Yeah, we started photo studio. Even in before the photo studio, we were just freelance photographers. Yeah, and we would go out there. Even website design too. Web, yes. Yeah. Yes, because the thing is, it was like we were just doing things to bring in more money and pay the bills. Exactly. Knew, yeah. So whatever I think, <laughs> whatever we gotta do. Oh, babe, I got a call. Uh, I'm going to need some help. Boom. I'm there. I got you. I'm strapping on my my camera. I'm, you know, I got my backpack with my batteries, the lenses. Let's go. Let's make it happen. You know? And so we were just out there making it happen. And we're like, oh, what are you guys? Oh, we're the Abrahams. Call us if you need anything. Call us if you need photos or your website design or whatever. <laughs> you. So that was the first one, which then evolved into the photo studio where we got a place and so we really established our brick and mortar you know so to speak but at first we were really just freelancing and um it was fun like I liked going out on the field and being with my best friend or if we were working from home and we'd share an office and he had his little slim desk and I had my little slim desk but you know, we're spending so much time together yeah. because we're doing these businesses and, and we you know, enjoyed it. We enjoyed it. Yeah. It was fun. It wasn't like, oh, 
you know, yeah, <laughs> like anything people, like that. Yeah, like some couples can't walk without, with their without spouse. spouse yeah. right? Right. No, we enjoy walking together. I mean, even now, one of Go our on. businesses, um, cars, you know, we have yeah. a, like a used car dealership, you know, mm -hmm. where we uh, sell cars, you know. And I mean, I, even Saturday, I forgot, I forgot my, one of my, my master tag plates. You know, I had to call her and she had to leave whatever she's doing to bring me that. You know, she drive me to go pick up cars, look at cars. You know, yep. we, we just do it together. What you think about this one? Hate it. This what you think about that? Oh, yeah, this is good. Yeah. We do enjoy when we can work together, yes. collaborate together. Yes. Create things together and make money together. It's Come a lot on of now. <laughs> why, wouldn't I, why wouldn't I enjoy making money with the one I'm going to spend the money with? That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Like, Come on, just, somebody. Like, if this is going to be my life partner, okay, yes, we're going to make kids together. We done that. Check, right? <laughs> we're going to get a house together. Okay, cool. Check. But what else is life? Yeah. Like, when those kids are gone, when we're not working or, you know, slightly retired or what have you, I still got to like you. Mm -hmm. Like, I still got to enjoy your company. So it's like... This is a part of life. Doing business is a part of life as a couple. And it makes it even more fun, exciting, exhilarating. Like, I think sometimes we get away from doing life with other people because we've had so many broken relationships or what have you. And it flows into our marriages. And so we're like, well, if you ain't treating me right or you ain't doing it, I'm out of here. <laughs> but that shouldn't be our attitude. Mm -hmm. Just like in business, you have to work through the kinks. That's it. That's it. You're not gonna sit there and divorce your business because it got a couple of kinks. No, no, no. You, this business is gonna work. Same thing. This marriage is gonna work. We're gonna figure it out. We're gonna do what we gotta do, and we're gonna make things happen. You know. You come too far. You come too. Well, far. Seriously, we've come, come too far to just come this far. Right. Yeah. So here's a question I have that I think the listeners, especially for people who are, who are part of uh, relationships, would, would be interested in. How do you guys settle disputes? Because I know you guys have had many disputes <laughs> on direction and, uh, you know, let's do this with this business. No, no, no. Let's do it this way. No, no, no. You know, how do you guys deal with those disputes? And if you even have one that you want to, but, uh, uh, <laughs> you know, we would be all right with that, too. Wow. You, you need to, you, George. You need to have. Set us up today. You, need, you need to have your own show or something. This, <laughs> is this his show? No, but just not just podcast. Maybe like a video show or mm, something, man. Because you are really good, man. You ask some really good questions. <laughs> you need to have your own for real, though. You gotta maybe do video podcast so you can do audio and video at the same time. Because, <laughs> man, this is good stuff. All right, I gotta do it. You guys gotta come back when I do it, though. So, oh, sure, sure. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> so, for us, I think it's really simple. We rarely have conflicts, you know? We've never had any opportunity to maybe like have maybe except within the first three months of our marriage or so, six months of our marriage. That was only one time. We've never like had any opportunity for anybody else to try to sit us down or talk us through stuff or whatever. <laughs> and we rarely have conflicts, you know? One, two. And the Bible says a man should love his wife like Christ loves the church and lays life for her. So my motto every day is to lay down my life for my wife. And a motto every day is to love and to honor me. So we're both trying to add love, add give, add kind each other every day. So it really does help. But now in terms of business, I think it also goes down to knowing each other's strengths 
and weaknesses, you know? So I've learned too by experience that mm, many times... Experience? So always listen to my wife, you know? <laughs> yeah. So I, I've lost a lot of money in business, a lot. A lot of money in trusting people. You know, we've had a restaurant that failed. Mm-hmm. We've had some other businesses that failed. Mm-hmm. And it was partly because... She had told me she didn't think we should do it, but I just kind of bulldozed my way into it. So <laughs> when you've had those kind of failures, you know, and your wife is like, I don't think we should do this. You tend to listen better. You tend to like, okay, put a pause in it. Then if I still feel strongly about it, I don't try to usurp a voice or whatever. If I still feel strongly about it, then I want to get abundance of facts, abundance of results, abundance of research to show to her and also to myself that, you know what, I think this idea got it. I think this is going to be good for us, you know. It's never like conflicts or whatever because we trust each other's voices and judgments, you know, because I know she's looking out for me and I'm looking out for her. Never like these big arguments about business. You do this, you don't. And she knows my strength too. I'm a good businessman, you know, but sometimes I can get tied emotionally with projects, you know, and that's my blind spot. So she's always looking out for me. But in general, you know, when I, I feel strongly about a business, at least now, because we've been doing this for over 15 years now. Yeah. So by now, if I feel good about business, I got all my eyes, dots, I got my exit strategy, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know if it and fails, at least. Experience. When people say conflict, it's such a broad term. So, yeah, we would say, okay, this is my position. Well, this is my position. This is my perspective. This is my perspective. And we kind of work through it and keep talking about it until we can get on the same page. Yeah. You know? And if we don't get there, it's like, okay, well, what's the missing link? Or what is it that you're seeing that I'm not seeing? Which thereby now caused you to be more succinct with your research and your, you know, really understanding the type of yeah. business that you're going into, which yeah. is my strength, right? And yeah. so then then with the stuff you would come up with now caused, forced me to really have faith and begin to see things with a different set of eyes, yeah. which was wow. his strength. So it was like growing pains. You yeah. can't ever get anywhere without being stretched, being pushed. It's hard to get anywhere without some failure. You don't even know you're being a success unless you failed. You know, there's no gauge. No, there's not. There's not. Yeah. If you always, oh, I have to succeed. I have to succeed. Okay, but babe, you never tasted failure. So how do you even know you succeed? How do you even know you're getting anywhere? what's, What's your point? What's your goal point? So it's really just those conversations, those conversations. And when I know that I get to the point where I'm like, okay, he's really avid about this. I'm gonna just let him have it. You know, and hopefully it works out for the best. Yeah, instead of and having an argument no, or fighting, which while, is not necessary. We're not getting on the same page, and we're not, yeah. okay, well, look, I hope it works. And, you know, you now you're out there, your name is on something. Even the restaurant, I was like, no, we ain't, no, no, no. After a while, I was like, okay. And after a while, I became director. Okay, because... Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I want to win. I want to, even in something that I maybe didn't feel like it was going to work. Listen, I'm going to give it my all and try and make it work. And even when it didn't, it was still okay because we learned. We, we learned. Ooh, hoo, hoo, hoo. We learned. That was the school of hard knocks. But 
it really set us up for some things that we're enjoying right now. Wow. Wow. All things work together. If we really believe it, like we say, all things will work together and even the failure work towards our success. Absolutely. Absolutely. So with you guys having 12 enterprises, what would be both of your favorite business of those 12 enterprises and why? <laughs> For me right now, to the be one that makes on- money. Exactly. <laughs> 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 to be honest with you, if it doesn't make money now, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When I was growing up in business, it was more about following your passion and this uh-huh. and the other. I'm in a different place right now, Judge. I ain't going to lie to you. Passion don't pay, brother. Passion so right now, if it doesn't make money, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Right so my favorite is going to be what's making money. So I, I would say two that is really exciting to us right now. Because, okay. you know, we have a university. So our, yeah. our university, higher place, Christian University, is exciting because that one is more than money for us. Yeah. You know, to see our people come to our school, second chance in life, second chance in education, you know, rejects from other schools. They come through our school, get a degree and do well, get raises at their jobs, start businesses. I think that's more than money, though. I think the school be my probably one of the favorite right now, but it's also very, you know, profitable for us yeah. as well. So... I'll say that. Then something else we're going to be probably launching in about a month or two, which uh, we're not privy to talk much about yet, but it's online. But something I think you you could be a part of as well, George. So I think that's kind of what we're pushing uh, most of our focus on. Because even though we have like 12 enterprises, most of our enterprises are on automation. Mm -hmm. You know, they're automation and they require uh, less work because we just don't have enough time to put into 12 enterprise. And also, too, we have, you know, uh, small staff, people we outsource different things to. Mm-hmm. So that help us. Uh, it's all about team. And one of our goals now is to build a stronger team going forward into the new year, you know. To answer your question, you know, the school, Higher Place Christian University, probably be one of our main thing right now. Then something else we are launching in the next month or two, which is an online, you know, stuff. And we're trying to push a lot online now, you know, we're yeah, staying yeah. away from brick, brick and mortar type stuff. You know, it's online and automation. If it can run on its own or with very less of my time, the money really got to be good. Otherwise, I ain't going to be interested at all. I just have enough time right now to build anything from scratch. It's, uh, if it cannot be on automation in about two, three to six months. That's the key. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how we manage these things. You know, many stuff is automation, just Mm -hmm. automation, automation, automation. So I've got a comment to make, but I want to say this first. 2019 for me is all about collaboration. So because I believe I even put this in my book, I believe that collaboration is the key to next level success. Because when you have multiple great minds come together. Mm-hmm. Um, you just close the gap on so many things that, that can get overlooked. So collaboration is key. And, and I was just about to say right after you finished, before you said what you said, how can we work together? But like for me, I've gone totally away from brick and mortar businesses. I actually took, I have a staffing agency and I took that from being brick and mortar to 100% online. 
um, just because of the overhead and just some of the things that go with it. You know, a lot of things now in the world that we live in can be done virtually and just about everything. I definitely uh, feel you on that part. But the comment I had was that you guys own a university. Can we talk about this, please? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yes. The HPCU, the university, is really a source of fulfillment. Like, growing up, education was everything. Like, if we're watching TV, my dad would be like, why are you making them rich? Go open up a book and feed your mind so you can make yourself rich. Why are you watching them? They made their money already. You do something that's going to help you make your money. And we just felt like, here he go again, running his mouth, not realizing that he was really saying something. Yeah, yeah. You know, we was really saying something. So. Education was just big to me personally, you know, just because of the way I was raised. But then also, too, especially with the shifting in today's society, people would still say, well, we don't need school. We don't. But actually, education, there's different forms of education. Mm -hmm. And one of the things about education is it really opens up your mind to think, to see things, to step out of yourself what you know, what, how you've been raised, how you see the world. Hopefully by the time you get out of school, you can see the world through somebody else's eyes and still retain your world perspective. Yes. Hopefully by the time you get out of school. And once you understand how people perceive things, how the psychology of human beings, psychology is a powerful aspect of business. That's why education is still worthwhile. Now, going at education the traditional route, the way we were taught, Mm-mm. not so much. Not so much. But the way we have, you know, our university set up, you know, you come in, it's not going to take you four years to get a bachelor's degree. You can get that in a year and a half if you know how to work. W-E-R-K, not W-O-R-K, work, okay? Mm-hmm. Or you can do that in like two years, right? Yeah. It's self-paced. It's flexible. You don't have to go and take a bunch of loans. So by the time you get out of school, you're in debt. No, you just pay as you go. You pay on it like you would do a credit card. And you're actually walking out with something that has expanded you and grown you. And we've been doing that for the past... Going to nine years now. Yeah. Since 2010. Since 2010. Wow. I, I have to tip my hat to y'all, man. This is, this is, a, <laughs> this is awesome stuff. I'm on the website right now, HigherPlace, uh, MyHigherPlace.com. <laughs> My yeah, hair yeah. Hair. and uh, we're doing a major revamping and renovation of the site mm-hmm. and of the, the whole school because of some other things we are shifting into in uh, 2019 and and beyond, you know. But that's what we have as of now. But in the next one to three months, you know, we're really putting a lot of resources and financing and all that good stuff, you know, into the school as well. So it's really fulfilling because... The key is solving big problems. You make big money, right? Right. So when you solve problems for thousands of people, you make millions of dollars. That's right. Correct. So that's the kind of model that we kind of use in deciding what kind of businesses to go into and stuff like that. I don't do small, small stuff. I don't fight small battles. Because mm-hmm. small battles or battles everybody can fight. Small battles bring small rewards. Yes. So I try to solve big problems that bring rewards. Then uh, what we're launching now is something that potentially can raise several millionaires, you know, in the next couple of years or something. So that's kind of where we're right now. Yes. How we can do something that 
build something that millions that will add value to millions of people and also to enhance millions of people as well thousands of millions so that's kind of the next phase right now for us you know for entrepreneurship that's incredible man uh listen i just got a few more questions i want to be valuable with you guys this time because i'll be honest i could talk to y'all all day (laughs) listen when you talk to like-minded people the conversations can never end you know, because everything is just, you just relate to so much, but you get yeah. so much from you guys. This is the first day in January. It's already literally like got my mind racing on stuff that I want to go and do now and incorporate now. It's just, it's just an amazing, amazing thing. So with all the, the things that you guys have been able to do, what would you say your definition of success is? My definition of success. <laughs> okay. I think actually both of our definitions of success is it embodies helping other people because honestly, when you help enough people go wherever it is that they're trying to go to by virtue of that, you're going to get to where you're going to go. And that's literally in business. So when I'm doing business and I know, especially women, we have a really hard time selling, but I don't feel like I'm selling anything. I'm giving you a solution to your problem. You have a problem. I was born and put on this earth to solve your problem. Now, if you can see that you have a problem and I have the solution, I don't have to sell nothing to you. I'm giving you your solution. And so by giving you your solution, I'm helping you and causing you to thrive, causing you to be a better version of you, causing you to really shine the way you're supposed to. And by you shining, I'm shining because you're purchasing my product. You're showing me and telling me that, yes, you are what you say you are. You are a solution to a problem. That's like philanthropy and business all in one. Yeah, and that's my measurement of success, like helping other people get to where they're trying to go. Yeah. And at the same time, too, making sure that, you know, your own bills are being met being and paid. that you're also leaving a legacy. Yeah. Okay? Yes. I think that that's our definition of success mm-hmm. right now. We want to really help people, but at the same time, also to make sure that we also, you know, we're living good and taking care of our children and also leave a legacy for them. And that's very, very big for me because, you know, we didn't start with with oh, much. I... We didn't start with much. We didn't inherit anything from our parents. We didn't start with like our parents able to give us, say, 20000 or 50000 to yeah. go start life with, you know? <laughs> so we started from scratch. So we don't want our children to go through that. We want to be able to start them off with, in life with the right resources that they need to you know to get started so we're thinking about legacy right now and legacy is a part of success for us you know and we feel like any success that is devoid of legacy is fraud (laughs) so so that's kind of where we are right now want to really help people but at the same time we want to be able to you know take off ourselves live well and um take off our children yeah i know a lot of our viewers are going to be like We've got to connect with these people. We've got to find these people. So where can our viewers or our listeners, first of all, find your books, your digital products, and, and be able to connect with you guys? Like, you know, we have uh, several websites, you know, but I think a good place to start would be our personal websites, you know. Uh, mine is my first and last name together. My wife is our first and last name together. So mine is youareabraham.com. Then my wife is uh, faithabraham.com. And I think that's, you know, a link to our church, some of our businesses and everything else. And also, too, we can be found on Facebook and Instagram, our names. 
pretty much, you know. So our personal website will be a good place to start somebody trying to connect with us, you know. Awesome, awesome. And I see here that uh, you have a book called Marriage from Heaven. Can you talk about that for a little bit? Oh, yes, yeah. yes. That's one of our most favorite book. Actually, <laughs> we wrote that early last year, 2018. 2018, yeah. Yeah, it's a book based on uh, 14 years of marriage at that time. That time yeah. So we wrote the book based on 10 of the biggest secrets we've learned. Mm-hmm. And 10 secrets broken into 40 days, you know, that will help anybody to experience a marriage from heaven. So like we say, there are two types of marriages, George. Uh, you either have a marriage from heaven or a marriage from hell. <laughs> so we've seen that it's better, it's better to invest to get a book that will help anybody experience a marriage from heaven yeah, than to experience a marriage from hell. Yes. And both of us, we're product of broken homes. And we came from broken homes, so we know what it feels like to experience a marriage from hell. So we wrote that book as a self-help guide. Mm-hmm. For not just only married couples, but just anybody that is interested in how to have the biblical sound, practical, practical book on how to really have a wonderful, passionate marriage. Absolutely. Yeah, I would say so. And um, I think a lot of times we can learn from the things that we didn't have instead of wallowing in self-pity. Absolutely. You know, we can really take from that and allow it to reconstruct and reconfigure us into what it is that we want and we desire and work towards it. Yeah, so it's a really great book. We really recommend it to anybody that want to experience a marriage from heaven. And Dr. Faith, I know recently you wrote a book called Soul Issue, right? Yes. Can you talk about that book a little bit? You know, that book is near and dear to my heart because it's so integrated into every person. We've all been through hurt, pain, trauma, uh, negative experiences that have shaped us. And usually that shaping is in a negative sense. And so we're going through life and the same issue keeps coming up, keeps coming up, keeps coming up. It's an indication of a soul issue, meaning something that's still on your soul that's causing pain. And that pain, either you're going to deal with it, confront it and resolve it, so that you can really move forward or it's going to keep popping up because pain has to express itself. And so the book is a way to practically deal with those pains so that you can silence the pain to now move towards progress, move towards purpose and live the life that you're intended to live and not live the life that pain wants you to live. That right there is the best way to say it. Live your life the way you're supposed to live and not the way pain wants you to live. Because mm. pain will sit there and allow, will have fear always disturbing you. will have a negative relationships, romantic relationships constantly plaguing you. Soul issues will have money constantly running from you. Hello? Money should be following you, not running from you. Right. <laughs> right. You know? relationships constantly falling apart, you know, all of these things because we won't deal with the things that are dealing with us. But once we deal with it, man, there is such a beautiful life on the other side of pain. Yes. But people won't experience it until they deal with those soul issues. And so that's what the book is really about. Well, uh, I I definitely, definitely think that both of those books are going to bless so many people, both, you know, spiritually, mentally, physically. 
And the thing I like about it is that you guys have this book that is for, you know, a marriage in heaven, but then you also have the soul issues because soul issues are individual things. You know, uh, we all are different. So you've got something literally for everybody in these two books. You guys cover so much real estate in literally two books. So I think that's very powerful. The last thing I have for you, um, season two, Godpreneur University, which I will be here for, uh, which is I'm so excited to have you too, George. Let me just insert that because one day I was on, aside from your vast knowledge in business and uh, the different things that you do, I remember one time I jumped on Periscope and I think it was a replay, but I literally felt rebuked by you. And the broadcast that you did, because it really fired me up. It really ignited me and and just really started busting the bubbles of excuses that were trying to invade my productivity. And I was just so appreciative and so much had, had come out of just listening to one broadcast. So I was like, when we said, okay, we're going to do Godpreneur University season two, I was like, no, my boy, George, he got to be with us. He got to be with us. And, and I'm here. And I'm here. <laughs> and I'm here. Like I said, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. What can people expect from this five-week online business? So it's a five-weeks online business training webinar, and the goal is to teach people how to make six or seven figures in their business. So the goal in these five weeks uh, is to really teach on different strategies, uh, really focusing on those that probably just kind of starting out in entrepreneurship, and what are the tools, what they need to know, what they need to um, be aware of so that they can prosper in business, you know, and that's one of the reasons we're bringing you and some other people as well to tell your stories and your strategies and what you know, what have worked for you, that they can add to all the other information they're going to glean from, uh, glean from Gappreneur University. So when we say Gappreneur, so we're trying to really target Christian entrepreneurs, you know, those that believe in God and want to, you know, do business even, you know, that is based on their faith, you know. So that's what Gapreneur University is about. Training is practical. Everything we do is practical, you know, to really help people to pursue entrepreneurship. Because we've seen how entrepreneurship have changed our lives. Mm -hmm. So we believe there are other people too that will be so blessed if they should have the right tools and knowledge and strategy and information on how to become entrepreneurs themselves. I cannot wait. Um, I think it's going to be a treat. And I'm going to add something else to this. I love how you guys put six and seven figures on this. And here's why. <laughs> why, is it, why is six figures the goal? Ah, now you're talking my language now. <laughs> because you can make six figures in corporate. Yeah. yeah. You can make yeah. six figures in corporate. If you, right. So why are we trying to do the whole reason to start a business is to do something that you normally don't do. Like I said, you can make six figures in, in your room. You can, you know what I'm saying? And so when I hear people, oh, we're going to show you how to make six figures. I'm going to show you make a hundred thousand dollars. I want to make a hundred thousand dollars. Like why, why would you want to make a hundred thousand when you can make a million? Right. Mm-hmm. Why would you want to make a hundred when you can make five? Like it's like six is the ultimate goal. Like if I made it and that just, it does something to me, y'all. I got to be honest. It just does something. A little part of me just leaves because I'm like, there's so much more than just six figures, y'all. Like, there there's is. so much out here. You know, there I, I mean, is. Six figures from just courses. 
you know, on top of all the other things that I do. So if I stopped there, all the other things that I do would have never, what would have happened with that? Mm. You, but you know what, George? And I think this makes it a little bit easier for me to stomach as well, because when I hear six figures, that's so small to me now, but I will admit at some point that was, that was huge. Goal. That was that was a whole yeah. life goal. Like if I can get this job and make fifty k, yo, yeah. yo, I'm balling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so then I had to change my money thermometer and really begin to inundate myself with with a lifestyle and things that were greater than 50 K and then it became more realistic to me. So I think the six figures, especially in certain communities is like, wow, that's the ultimate goal. And then it's not until you get closer to the six figures that you realize, but I can make seven, Yeah. but I can make eight. I yeah. could make, and then it's really begins to become a light bulb within you like there's so much out here there is so much on the table and we are the ones that are limiting ourselves if we sit here and we say okay i'm gonna shoot for the stars great if you end up on the moon cool but if you say you're gonna shoot for i don't even know if pluto is a planet anymore based on my kids coming home and saying that different planets aren't planets but whatever <laughs> if you say you're gonna land on pluto the jury's still out <laughs> the jury's still, i don't know man i don't even want to get into that debate you know but if i say i'm gonna shoot towards that last infinite planet out there and i end up on saturn you know i'm still okay yeah but it's just a matter of being willing to shoot that's it. Yeah, like, let me just shoot. You just gave me a whole counseling session there. I can't <laughs> copay on that one and found my insurance because literally me also stuff I was dealing with. So <laughs> that makes total sense now. That makes total sense. And I remember when, you know, six figures was the, you know, it's just like, yeah, that's six figures, six figures, six figures. And yeah. it's like when you do it, and then you realize, especially when there's, when you talk about taxes and stuff, Six figures ain't too much different from five. It's, <laughs> right. really not. it's really not. Yeah. So you start to really see, like, wait a minute, this is only a few hundred dollars more than I made when I made like thirty thousand less. So mm. what's going on here? So I can't thank you all enough for being my first first uh, guest on the Monetize Everything podcast with George Pitts. I really, really appreciate it. Uh, I'm very excited to be working with you guys in January, but I'm even more excited to potentially be working on something major with you guys sometime this year because I just feel that uh, there, like I, I say this all the time on my podcast or my, my broadcast, there's money in the land. And, yes. and I just think that uh, we, you know, there's a lot of land that, that still needs to be covered. And sometimes, you know, what's better than one shovel? That's two or that's three or that's four. And uh, we just got to start digging. So I look forward to connecting with you guys beyond this point and yes. seeing what we can do to work together. Absolutely. That'll thank you so awesome. much for having us as well. Yeah. Thank, thank you for having us. Thank you guys so much. Thanks for listening to the Monetize Everything podcast with George Pitts. Visit us at georgepittsco.com for show notes and more resources on how to build wealth, improve your finances, and multiple streams of income all online.